Hello, and welcome to Around the Table, a podcast about food stories from science to everyday life. Lars Holm, welcome to Bite Sized Experts. Thank you. Thank you. Diet is very important for having a healthy later life. Can you say something about this to me? Well, yeah. Um, so in later life, uh, we know that that sensitivity to any kind of nutrients is uh, is deteriorating, and um, and we also know that um, the energy metabolism kind of gets down. So. So in one way, we, we kind of need more energy, more nutrients, but at the same time, the requirement uh, gets down. Um, so with that said, uh, it get, it's getting more and more important to get the right nutrients in order to, to, uh, to supply all the important uh, processes in the, in the body. So what are the right nutrients? Well, the, one of the right nutrients uh, is protein. Uh, obviously, we have uh, other nutrients like uh, of the macronutrients like carbohydrate and, and fat. And when it comes to fat, there are various types of, of fatty acids that gets more important. But um, in terms of, of protein, um, Protein intake is important for the maintenance of what we call lean body mass. So that's the body mass aside from, from fat mass. Um, and, and that lean body mass mainly con, constitu, uh, constitutes of, of protein. And, um, and protein uh, is turning over uh, constantly in the body, meaning that old proteins are broken down and new proteins are synthesized and uh, when that's done we we lose the constituents of protein which is the amino acids so every time we we break down protein we uh, we chop it up into its constituent amino acids and then we reutilize some of the amino acids from the protein breakdown in the body to resynthesize new proteins, but but not a hundred percent recycling. So therefore, we need to to ingest protein through our diet in order to break down that protein in our gut and take up the free amino acids to to help uh, provide amino acids for the new resynthesis of body proteins. Can you tell me what are the recommendations about protein intake and do you think they could be improved in any way? Yeah, so, so the, the, uh, the national and international recommendations for, for protein intake uh, for any adults is uh, 0.83 gram protein per kilogram body mass per day. Um, and that recommendation is supplied by a, a, a statement that it should be protein of a good quality and it 
is the recommendation when you are in energy balance. Um, but as I said in the beginning, uh, there are some evidence uh, that has appeared over the last 10, 20 years that when you get older, your, um, your sensitivity to amino acids um, in the body uh, is deteriorating, meaning that uh, the amino acids, when they are present in the free form in, in, this, in the bloodstream, they are taken up uh, by tissues and they, their appearance stimulate uh, the renewal of the proteins um, and meaning the protein synthesis. And, and that stimulatory uh, effect of, amino, of single amino acids is deteriorating when you age, meaning that you, the theory is that you actually should get more uh, free amino acids in every meal in order to obtain the same stimulatory effect. Um, so so um, since the recommendations uh, of, of daily protein intake are the same throughout all ages, uh, adult ages, um, there are a, 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 part of, a part of the scientific uh, community in, in nutrition community uh, argues that the recommendations for older people should be improved to 1.1, 1.2 grams per, per kg per, per day. Um, but that's, uh, that's uh, currently debated and um, we have recently uh, got some results from a, a Danish uh, investigation where we both uh, in a cross-sectional um, analysis of uh, around 200 older home-dwelling healthy people um, and in a subsequent uh, one-year intervention on, on this uh, age group see no um, indications as to their, their, that they need a, a higher amount of protein in their diet in order to, to remain or keep their their lean mass. So, so I I would say I, it's it's still doubtful whether the recommendations for older people should should be increased. Um, I would still say that the the emphasis on protein intake is important for for frail elderly people who may not eat uh, enough during the day and, and therefore might be in, in energy deficit. In, in these uh, older people, uh, protein intake is most likely uh, important and, and should be elevated beyond that uh, uh, recommendation. Very interesting. Which foods are rich in protein? Are there any surprises? Well, well there, there are not any major surprises I would say of course that depends on your knowledge on, on foods and, and protein content um, but obviously um, animal sources are, are rich in, in protein and um, a lot of, of uh, uh, more, more vegetable uh, um, sources have, have been in you can say uh, uh, got on the table uh, over the recent years due to this uh, 
sustainability in terms of, of animal care and, and, and um, carbon dioxide and, and this. But, but we have known for, for many years that these vegetable uh, sources are rich in protein. The, the thing is that whether you can uh, reconstitute your animal proteins with these vegetable proteins, and that, that's an area where we, I mean, we still need some, some knowledge. The thing is that, that the reason that we eat protein and need protein in our diet is that we need to resupply these uh, amino acids, as I mentioned before. And the, the, um, the composition of amino acids in vegetable protein and, and animal protein are, are different. And the, what we call the quality of, of protein is often better in, in um, animal sources. So you should be much more aware of which type of vegetable proteins you eat if you try to, to uh, stay away from, from animal sources. So if you're, if you're a vegan, you really need to be knowledgeable about the kinds of foods you're eating, especially as you, as you become older. Yes, yes, I would say that. Not to say that it's not possible to be vegan, but, but you should definitely know um, what, what the content is of your different uh, vegetables. How should people eat to get the most out of their protein? Well, we, we know that, that um, when you eat protein um, together with meals, uh, or you, whether you eat it together with meals or you eat it alone, you uh, actually uh, break down most of the, the food protein and, and you take up uh, the, the most of the amino acids. So you don't lose more protein if you ingest it with, with meals. Um, I would say that the utilization of the amino acids, once you have digested the proteins and are to take up the, the amino acids in your gut, is also uh, most likely better uh, when you ingest it with, uh, with, with a whole meal because your splanchnic area, that means your gut and your liver primarily, um, is uh, requesting energy and, and amino acids all the time. And um, therefore, if you ingest protein as part of a meal, you, you spare amino acids from, from energy metabolism because there are a high abundance of, of carbohydrates and, and fatty acids in, in the meal. So I would definitely say that eating, eating, eating protein with, with normal meals is, is a good, I mean, we, we should continue with that because that's our normal way of, of eating. Um, the thing is that uh, depending on what you like and how you, you build up your, your plate when you are eating your meals, you may be, it, it might be necessary to supply your diet with, with supplements. And, um, and it's, it's still debated, but, but you should try to eat more or less the same amount of, of proteins in, in all your three main meals of the day, meaning breakfast, lunch, and, and dinner. And there is a tendency there in, in, any, in any, you can say, survey that are made uh, in westernized countries, whether it's uh, anywhere in, in Europe and US, that 
that older people tend to eat most of their protein in their dinner and and less in the breakfast. So uh, we would normally say that if you if you are to be aware of protein intake, you should be aware uh, in your breakfast meal. I know that you do work on exercise in relation to uh, protein intake. Can I ask you how should people exercise to get the most out of their protein, uh, out of their exercise, and in relation to what they eat? Well, we um, for for a number of years back, uh, when you were doing exercise training in order to to build your muscle it was recommended that you ingested protein immediately after your exercise in order to, uh, you can say, supply the uh, building blocks for recovery. Um, whether that's necessary um, for, for, you can say, the average uh, uh, jogger in, 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 in aging and, and even in, in younger age, is uh, I would say is questionable. Um, if you are elite athletes and and really training maybe twice a day, um, supplying with with specifically with protein after exercise might be beneficial. But otherwise, I would say if you if you eat for like one or two hours prior to your training, and enjoy your training and go home and make sure that you 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 get some kind of meal or, or a snack after your, your training is, is, um, will supply you sufficiently with both um, amino acids uh, and energy. One of the, the good things if you want to supply immediately after your exercise is that you definitely will get some, some sugar and, and quick energy afterwards, which might be helpful. But in terms of your protein turnover and your your lean mass and recovery, um, I wouldn't say that there are any major arguments for for this exercise timed uh, protein intake. Not as much as we thought some years ago. So, what kind of exercise is best in in relation to building and maintaining muscle? Yeah. So. 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 Resistive exercises are, are definitely and and without question the best, meaning that you should work against heavy loads, and that's most easily done. You know, you know, like in in equipment machines um, type exercises, but but it's in, in generally speaking, it is that you load your muscles uh, with with heavy weights. And that means weights that are heavy relative to what, how strong you are. Um, so again, if we talk about, you know, frail, even frail elderly people, just for going for a walk or taking the stairs might actually be heavy, heavy lifting for them. Um, whereas if, if uh, healthy older people uh, should, should build their, their, their muscle, they should... Um, they, they, they should think of doing more than just walk the dog. Um, not that walking the dog and, and, and 
brief running is is not good, but if it's about muscle uh, building, uh, heavier loads uh, needs need, needs to be be applied. Around the Table is a personal production of Dr. Tess Bird and Professor Stanley Uliajak, who are anthropologists of food and nutrition and of household uncertainty and insecurity. The opinions and ideas expressed are solely those of the contributors and podcasters and do not reflect the opinions of any university body. The music in this episode is by Blue Dot Sessions. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>